0: All right, here it goes. Three, two, one, and action. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I hope you are well. Welcome to Good Vibes Show with Marty B. I am your host, Marty B. Happy to be here with you. This show is about being real and keeping it real in this messed up, wonderful place we call the world. My guest today is Natasha, and uh, Natasha is a girl that I've been following for a while. She is um, a fitness guru, first of all. She's, she's like, she looks like she'd be crazy in the gym. <laughs> she's a, a, a nurse practitioner. Natasha, welcome. How are you?
1: I am good. Thank you for having me on. It's such an honor. I was quite surprised actually. What? Me?
0: <laughs> well, it's first of all very very cool to have you. Um like you know I've been following you. We've been chatting back and forth for a few months. I don't even know maybe even a couple of years that we've been chatting back and forth. Just kind of keeping tabs on each other. It's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool relationship you and I have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just checking we, in
0: because we never really see each other. We never really ran into each other. Oh,
1: I've seen you on stage many times.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> that's cool. But have we ever met in person?
1: Well, no, actually, I don't think so. Like no.
0: officially, I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think so. I feel like we have, but I think we haven't.
0: Yeah, me too. I feel like we did. We had like because we've had a few um, candid conversations, you know, through some of my darkest times, anyways, on my end, mm-hmm. and uh, you were you're always kind of there to send me a little word or an encouragement and without even sometimes without even knowing that I was struggling. Um, but it just kind of fit perfectly in my day when i at a point when I needed it. So I'll take the opportunity to thank you for that, by the way.
1: Well, you're very welcome.
0: So Natasha, (laughs) Natasha has uh, an interesting story, but you know, all, all humans do. And right now, um, I find it's very important to talk about humanity and the real things surrounding uh, a human being like feelings, uh, like mental health, like health, wellness, balance. The pandemic has brought a new awareness to a lot of people that, you know, immune system is important. um, Mm -hmm. Health is important, you know, um, because that might be what saves your ass. Mm -hmm. you know the next time a pandemic hits and that it's a lot harder you know what i mean
1: yeah for sure
0: so yeah it brought a it brought a lot of uh, reflection and um with natasha well we can kind of go around everything because uh i'm looking forward to hearing a bit of your life story but i know that we have a few things in common you know some some uh, mental health challenges that we uh have had to overcome or that we need to deal with on a daily basis still today to find balance. So Natasha, how about you tell me a little bit about you?
1: I am from a little small place called Kent Lake, New Brunswick, which not a lot of people know where it is. Um, I was raised uh, very, I'm going to say very strictly or not very strictly, but I had a lot of boundaries. Um, In a sense, uh, my parents didn't late like through high school and stuff. My parents didn't want us to go out to dances and stuff. So I had a great life, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, had no trouble uh, academic, academically at school. Um, just, I faced a lot of bullying because I wasn't allowed to oh. um, go out to dances as much and wasn't as cool and whatever. And I can't say that that's what brought on my depression, but I remember, I remember through high school feeling just like, well, if I didn't show up tomorrow or if I just disappeared, would anybody notice? That's what Mm. I remember most Mm. about my high school. Um, Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I remember I suffered a lot from migraines. So I went to the doctor a lot.
0: Really? I I suffer, I suffer like I have three migraines a year. And every time they hit, it's like the worst thing. I could not imagine having migraines like on a regular basis. It happens to me like three times a year.
1: But I heard on a previous episode that you're a Reiki master. So, you know, migraines come from somewhere, right?
0: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, I know that. So, I was raised that like, you know, those, those beliefs, those limited beliefs that you have to go to school, you have to succeed, you have to go to university after, you have to get a good job blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm really a girl that um, I always have to hit. I have to go more, 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 more. Like it's never enough. Like I'm always trying to be better, 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 better. So I remember graduating from high school, wanting to be a doctor. But at that time in New Brunswick, um, they only took like three or four people out of New Brunswick to go to Quebec to become a doctor and for me that was too risky because there was a chance that i would make it so i ended up going studying to be a nurse which i absolutely love would not change it for anything in the world would not want to be a doctor anymore i love the caring aspect i love giving my all i love taking care of someone that's it's just part of me so i graduated from that um i was a nurse then i studied to be uh, a nurse in icu then I studied to be a nurse practitioner. Like it was never enough. But once I got to being a nurse practitioner, it kind of felt enough because you see all kinds of stuff in your office and you're always studying and it's always what's next, what's next, what's next.
0: Let's make the difference between RN, RN practitioner and ICU nurse. I just, just so for, cause I don't know hundred percent. So just so people, the dumb ones like me can <laughs> actually connect.
1: So a nurse practitioner has advanced studies Okay. And you can do a lot more than a regular nurse. You can prescribe medication. You can uh, give a diagnostic, that kind of thing.
0: Nice. Can you get some tests done for me? Like if I, if I, I want to line stuff up? Because <laughs> 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 I got a few things glitching out and I wouldn't mind getting them checked, you know? <laughs>
1: uh, so and then being a nurse and knowing a lot of stuff. I've always known that I had a tad bit of issues with my mental health, but I never saw my doctor, family doctor, to talk about it or anything. It was just me and I just dealt with it. Like, I know I have a seasonal affective disorder. Like, I hate Christmas.
0: Mm, Me too. (laughs) What's up?
1: Yeah uh legit do not like it i don't like the stress about it i don't like that in one day you have to see absolutely everyone i don't like the money spent on it like it it's sounds good. so morbid but it's it, and people said, oh, once you have kids, it'll be different. No, it's, it's not different. No, it's, <laughs> it's more expensive. <accepted.
0: laughs> Except for the peak moment, you know, there is a moment or two. Oh,
1: yeah, there's a small moment.
0: <laughs> there's a few moments in there that are very awesome. And, and I've tried to look at the light of it, like of Christmas, and I tried to do it as Christmas every day.
1: But I've always, like, just managed with exercise, Um, that's my drug of choice, exercise, exercise. That's all I
0: marijuana for me,
1: (laughs) a lot of people. (laughs) So, um, it all changed once I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. So the year I was pregnant, um, I remember, uh, my coworker actually said, did you notice something different? It was like same time every year, fall, like November, She's like, do you notice anything different? I'm like, what? She's like, you're happy. I'm like, okay. What do you mean? She's like, well, every year during this time, you get sad, you get depressed, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It must be because I'm pregnant, like the happy hormones, whatever. So I was, I was good. It was weird. I was just good, and I was due in January. Uh, and I remember like being such a perfectionist about everything. Like the room, the baby's room had to be a certain way, and everything was like, every everything was calculated. Everything was like meticulous. And then I gave birth. And then for a full week, I did not sleep.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow!
1: Um, I was at the hospital and just everybody came in to visit. And I would just, I remember I like, I vaguely remember I would talk, 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 talk. I couldn't shut up. And then at night, um, my, my mom stayed for a week, my boyfriend went to bed, my mom went to bed and I would just start cleaning. I thought, well, as long as I clean or as long as I do something, I won't get behind. And I won't, it was so weird. I can't even explain it. And I had trouble with the breastfeeding. So I had to breastfeed every three hours and it took like an hour and a half and I got so obsessed with it. And then I thought, well, once the finally the baby was finally fed, and I put her to bed. There was only like an hour before I had to start all over again. So I was like, I'm not gonna go to bed. It's, it's not worth it. So for a full week, I did not sleep. And people were constantly telling me, you have to sleep, you have to sleep, you have to. I would, I would get so pissed off. Really? And then, yeah, after three or four days, I started really getting into my head. And I remember I would have notes everywhere in the house like on post-its like I slept five minutes or I did this or I did that it was scary and I had notes in my phone like um remember to tell them like once I got better remember to tell them that you felt this way or remember to tell them this and remember to tell them that it was so weird and then I started having panic panic attacks
0: well yeah one one would start have panic attacks after yeah you know living that kind of obsession and the lack of sleep and everything. Uh-huh. Wow, that's uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. that's a lot. Yeah, I started having panic attacks, and you know, when you say, like, in your mind, like, okay, just think positive. Mm-hmm. So, I would try to think positive, but then a negative thought would come, and then I would try to think positive, and a negative thing would come, and all of a sudden, the worst panic at that, I was just like thinking like, I don't know why I'm not dying right now because my heart was beating so fast and I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, I'm just going to pass out and they'll, they'll call the ambulance. And right. it, okay. that was exactly one week after I gave birth that I had my worst panic attack. And I just did not understand why I was not dead. Like, that's how I felt.
0: And on top of that, your mind must have been traveling like, why can't I just be normal and enjoy my baby life and enjoy like mm-hmm. this beautiful moment of life that I'm supposed to be yeah. celebrating? Yeah. And where's my control, you know?
1: And I knew, I knew I was going into psychosis. Really? My, yeah.
0: Did you tell anyone that you knew?
1: Well, my friend that was here is also, was also a nurse practitioner. And she was giving me hints without trying to like really tell me. and. um after the last final panic attack, she told me, I'm just going to stay with you and I'm going to have my hand on your shoulder and you're going to fall asleep. Like I'm staying here until you fall asleep. And I remember trying to pretend that I was sleeping and trying to like slow down my breaths, but then I just couldn't breathe. And she started crying and I started crying and she said, Natasha, being a nurse, she's like, maybe it's just um, an electrical imbalance. Um, that you're going through and it's not your mind and I thought oh, oh my god maybe she's because I wasn't eating right wasn't sleeping wasn't eating and I said oh my god maybe she's right maybe I'm not crazy that I remember that maybe I'm not crazy maybe she's right maybe it is something wrong with my blood so um She's like, I'm bringing you to use the ER, and I'm like, nope, you're not bringing me because we have two hospitals, a French and an English. I'm like, you're not bringing me unless you bring me to the English hospital because no one knows me there. You're not bringing me to the French, you know, because I didn't want anybody to know. I didn't want anybody to know. That's know. that
0: pride thing, you know. We we yeah. we we don't want to be embarrassed, and and it's understandable. And for someone that's listening, you know, if you are struggling, like there's no embarrassment to be had. Yeah. Don't feel don't feel like you're the only one and don't feel embarrassed because you're just, it's just detrimental to you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So she finally convinced me to go and I say all the time right now, I was probably like 24 hours from being running on the side of the road naked. That's how close I was to completely losing it. Yeah. And I was just, I was so mad. I remember her driving me there and I was so mad at her and, um, Finally, they gave me drugs, lots of drugs, mm-hmm. and um, I saw the, the psychiatrist, and he's like, what can I do for you? And I'm like, he's like, is, is there a hamster running fast in your head? And I told him, kill the fucking hamster. That's why mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry, excuse the words, but I know it's an explicit uh, podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: kill the hamster.
0: Kill the fucking hamster. Yeah. What a line.
1: Yeah, and he's like, do you have negative thoughts? Do you have suicidal thoughts? And it's like, I do not feel suicidal. I just don't understand why I'm still alive. So at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean?
1: So hard, so hard.
0: Wow, man, yeah. that's like, that's, that's an intense yeah. moment.
1: Oh, and it, 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 I mean, medication is necessary at some points yeah. like, for sure, 100%. but it's all about psychotherapy. You have to get psychotherapy. A pill is not gonna cure you so So
0: psychotherapy meaning you just need to talk about it
1: a psychologist or to talk about it yeah like in a in a
0: simple in a simple broken down way you just need to fucking talk about it
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: one way or another but hopefully it's with a psychologist psychiatrist or a counselor um which is probably the best suited you know professional to deal with what you're going through if if you're at a point where the rats or the, the rat yeah the hamster's running way too fast and you just want the hamster to die, chances are you should probably consult.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> my therapy um, and the agreement I had with the psychiatrist is um, because I wanted to keep it a secret so much, it was to like, just talk about it and to tell people. And then I just became an open book because it's my life, it, it, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I still deal with a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. a lot, uh, the depression, not so much, but the anxiety and people will tell you like my partner, he's always like, okay, well, what's stressing you out right, right now. And it's like, it's not a certain thing. It, you can't describe it. It just comes from within. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden the way I describe it is that you vibrate from within and you do not know why that's how I describe mm-hmm. it. And I know how to reverse it now. Like the whole point is to identify it, accept it, acknowledge it. I did a lot of a lot of self-work on myself, a lot of courses, anxiety courses, reiki courses, and I mean I'm better at it, but it's still a struggle. But identify it, acknowledge it, name it. (laughs) Mine's Mm. Betty. And it's like, bye-bye. I don't have time.
0: (laughs) So Betty's back. You could tell your husband, honey, can you deal with Betty? (laughs) Maybe, maybe he's got a way to deal with Betty better. Who knows? Um, Let me just back up for one second. When, when you were in psychosis, did it, did it take a long time to pull you out of that state ish? Like how long before you come down and you realize, Oh fuck, this is what happened. Was there a lot of confusion?
1: No, because I knew that's where I was going the whole time.
0: Cause you are, you know I mean? yeah, you, cause yeah. just you're I, had, you're.
1: I had the signs. I knew, like,
0: gotcha. yeah, yeah. So you kind of just—you was... just knew you needed to get down some way.
1: Yeah. And being a nurse practitioner, I I know how to treat it too. And I know if someone presents themselves at the hospital, what they're going to do. So I would actually tell the doctor, it was so stupid. I was like, now you're gonna think that I'm high on drugs. So you're gonna do a drug screen and pretend that you're just checking my pee for an infection and then (laughs) crazy. So then they would send me for a pee test. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, it was hilarious.
0: It, when you look back at it, is I guess it's probably a little bit of, you get a chuckle. You oh, get a,
1: I get a chuckle. Like the intricate details. Like I remember it was a snowstorm. It was hmm. so much snow. And I thought it was eight in the morning when she brought me to the ER, but it was eight at night. So it was okay. dark. And I remember like my boyfriend, I wanted to go with my boyfriend and he's like, no, I'm not bringing you. You're going to go with her because you're going to talk yourself out of it. And she knows. So he's like, I'm not, I'm not going. And I remember dropping to the floor and looking at him and just crying so much and just saying like, this is not me. I'm going to come back. I, Cause to me, I was gone. Wow. And I, I, I said, just be patient and I'll be back. Like, this is not me. Like, right.
0: Oh. Wow. That's, that's an intense, that's an intense moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's good that uh, he was patient.
1: Oh, it was hard for him. So yeah, you said, how long did it take? So I'm gonna say the first six months, it's all a blur. And Mm -hmm. it makes me really sad. Because I mean, I remember a lot of being a new mom and my new mom role, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of blurry spots. But I'm gonna say at least a good six months before like, I was like a lot better. And I could take some of the drugs away. Mm -hmm. But like, Poor guy, he did all the nighttime feeds. <laughs> like I just, like drugged up. Wow. Like, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I needed it at that moment. Shit,
0: shit happens, right? And shit you just, yeah. you got to make sure to to find balance before you can move forward. Because yeah. obviously, you were feeling like you didn't understand why you weren't dead. So clearly, yeah. Yeah. you know, something was wrong. So would we? would it be right to call that like a postpartum you know depression
1: yeah that was my diagnostic yeah postpartum depression and he even like slapped on a little OCD because it was um yeah OCD depression what does that
0: all stem from did that just start the day after you had a baby or the day you had a baby or do you have you been able to pinpoint like okay yeah I think this that and this like those things were probably things that happened in my life that triggered and I never really resolved or dealt with
1: yeah absolutely
0: so it certainly stemmed from
1: being a perfectionist always having to be better 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 that and it's not necessarily a bad thing but yet it is but that came from my parents and it's not like if they pushed us a lot to like, oh, go study. It just came naturally to me and my sister, but always be better, be better, be better, be better. Right. Um, yeah.
0: How do you feel today about that? To be better. You always have to be better.
1: I still feel that way. It's just, it's, it's a different direction. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. It it might
0: make sense if you explain it. And I got a question to maybe help you explain it is what's, what is the definition of being better for you? Is it always being on top? Like the number one, like I'm the best seller or I'm the best, I had the best note on the math test or I have the best, you know, like best attendance in school. Like, is it always being that obsession with being the best? Kind of, yeah, and if yeah. so, why? <laughs> Do you know why? Just the way that you were brought up and you, you were led to believe? It's,
1: it's a limited belief where I, to have appreciation of myself, I needed that recognition, I think. Right? So it's, a, it's definitely a lack of self-love, needing always that recognition.
0: When you come from a good family...
1: I remember my parents saying a lot, like, Oh, I was the first one to go to university. The first one, the first one, the first one. So that was a lot of pressure. And I think a lot of pressure, not everything surrounds money. Like everything does not have to be about money, but when you think about it, um, limited, a limited belief is often money. So your money mindset is big and what I identify with my Reiki uh, coach is that like, remember when you were young and someone would give you money. Okay. They would say, put it in your pocket. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it puts so much importance on money. Like, Oh, it it was like almost like a bomb, like put it in your pocket. Don't lose it. Go put it away. You're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. So that's how it's like, so, um, you know, like so restrictive Mm -hmm. thinking. Mm -hmm um so that was a big thing once i got into like my business side of thing once i started making more money all of a sudden i thought i wasn't worth it not that i wasn't worth it but the same amount of money i made it had took me seven eight nine years of university of hard work studying of a lot of debt to make that kind of money and then all of a sudden just shifting like Loosening up that mindset and just shifting to another way, and it gave me the same results. I'm all over the place right now, but I'm just trying yeah, to get- yeah. I'm
0: trying to trying to keep the pinpoint because I know you have a backstory in your mind, and like, are you relating that to? And I think you're relating that to like stability, meaning a job uh, as an RN practitioner or or an RN starting out probably, as opposed to today, like the business which is less structure or less stability. So a little bit more worry, a bit more stress and to have to let go of your stability and your stable job to do something more on the fly and out there. It's a big pressure. Is, is that kind of where you well, were relating? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It was so hard because Again, those limited beliefs, you have to go to school, you have to have good grades, then you have to go to university or college, then you have to succeed, then you have to find a a partner. Yeah, I think that's just all bullshit these days. You have to have kids, you have to do this, Um, you have to work because you're going to get your pension and blah, blah, blah. Yes, my parents were the
0: same way. It's so
1: programmed. It's so programmed. You must have had a lot of that because being a musician, like it's it's a bit all over the place, right? You're your own entrepreneur. So you must have had a lot of that.
0: Yeah, it's really tough to to keep a grip and and you put a lot of pressure on yourself for success. And, and then you measure out what is success. And sometimes you feel like it's failure, but it's actually success, but you don't realize it until somebody points it out. Like my sister's good at pointing out success for me. It's good to have a pillar like, you know, like my sister who's there and like, she's like, She puts value to what I do. And Mm -hmm. she tells me like, dude, like chill out with your pity card. Like focus on the victories because they outweigh by tenfold the deceptions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think affirmations and uh, gratitudes are so important because your subconscious mind is so strong, right? So if you keep telling yourself that you're a failure or you don't have enough success, even if you don't actively think about it right now, if it just goes through your mind, your subconscious registers that and it's, it's what you put out, right? It's, it's the vibration you put out. Mm-hmm. So if you say it, if you think it, you're going to put it out there and you're going to attract it even more that, as opposed to yeah, have gratitudes right. and affirmations. And I'm saying this like I'm a pro, <laughs> but I am not.
0: You're saying this to remind In yourself.
1: It's battle constant battle
0: yeah it's it, we we say it because we are living it and we've lived it and we are living it today and we say it because it's a constant reminder to ourselves of the journey that we're on so if we can inform you the listener of a little part of our journey that might give you that little step forward well my mission here on the good vibe show is complete and i know mm-hmm. that when I have good people like you on, you feel that you're helping and complementing my mission by expressing candidly the process that we go through. And I relate with you a lot uh, on on all these subjects. And, and that's why I appreciate I appreciate your honesty.
1: We were talking a while ago about what was your diagnosis. So that is so subjective. It is a label. I mean, one day it could be depression. The other day it can be anxiety. But it's still so subjective to whoever is giving you the diagnostic. Does that make sense? Oh, like, it is. It is. Like people will say, like, "Oh, I need this type of pill because I'm I I'm depressive." No, not necessarily. It's all. So it's not black and white. It is so, so, so gray. And maybe most days you wouldn't need medication. It's all about self-development and how you get to your day and how you perceive life and how you perceive yourself and self-love. And it's so hard. It's so hard. But at the end of the day, if I ask you, Marty, who is the number one person you love the most?
0: Today... For the last 51 days, it's me again.
1: Good. That's what you have to say. That's the <laughs> best answer. People will say, oh, my kids. It's all my kids. No, it cannot be your kids. It cannot be your mom. It cannot be your, your better half. It needs to be you. Everything stems from you. And if it's not you, well, that's the problem. That that's is the
0: definitely problem. problem number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Balance is key. Balance is important. And uh, to, to find the balance is to try to, um, and and I'm not great with this because I'm ADD and ADHD and I always have a hard time putting structure in my life and like pinpointing stuff. But if you can try to find balance on across the board, so sleep, you know, food intake, exercise, yeah, uh, wellness like mental health, as in like you know a bit of alone time, breathing, thinking. You don't have to like go into full yoga three hour poses, and then you don't have to do like a two hour meditation. You just take ten deep breaths. Yeah, you know, take a break for you. Um, so if you can try to do that and create like a good habit, and again, like you said earlier, I'm here sounding like a professional. I'm on day fifty one of my new fucking life there, so. Like there's no professionalism here and there's no certificates on my wall. This is just straight up living experience through having gone through, you know, ups and downs through life. And this is where I'm at today in the way that I'm processing today. In four months from now, if something traumatic happens to me, I might not be in the same role today that I am today, you know, and that's a point to you saying it fluctuates or it's a gray zone because you, you know, a lot of things impact our health and our mental health. I can wake up tomorrow with, uh, with a cancer, you Mm -hmm. know, that changes my whole fucking dynamic and my whole perspective. So, and the medication that I'm taking now will change if I have an issue. So it's all relative to trying to find and create a balance that is healthy and adequate. And I'll tell you, I've been on the unbalance uh, so many times that I know now what balance looks like it's got to feel right. And you got to, you, you got to almost feel like you're in tune. You're, you're grounded and it doesn't have to be weird and like all philosophical. It's just to try to give yourself a little a balance in, in everything is gonna, is gonna help the overall picture. But anyway, I'm just rambling on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Good.
0: This is a, kind of a new journey again for me and I'm seeing so much importance on health and fitness. Fitness for you has played a huge role into your health, mental health and your life uh, where you're at today, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. So part of my obsession and perfection has always been like my weight. Obviously that's a lot for, it's a lot for a lot of people. And before having kids, I would literally spend at least an hour and a half in the gym every day. And I had Mm. to burn a certain amount of calories and I had to do certain things and diet is not in my vocabulary. Okay. If you talk to me about a diet, the word itself makes me just want to purge on all of the foods, Mm. specifically plain ruffle chips with philadelphia cream cheese onion dip <laughs> exactly.
0: oh, shit. i just got a craving <laughs>
1: so it's always been about working out and just that balance right Yep. So i eat well i'm gonna say 80 percent of the time but mm-hmm. if i want to have chips and dips i'm gonna have chips and dips damn right it's just what it is but instead of beating yourself up hmm like, are you eating them and beating yourself up? Or in the moment, are you enjoying them? It's 1
0: o'clock in the morning, and
1: yeah.
0: I'm not in the mood to cut celery. <laughs> and if there's celery that's already cut and pre-prepped, three wieners next to three celery sticks, yeah, you sure. know, at yeah, 1 sure. o'clock in the morning when, when you've had a little puff.
1: When you're indulging, when you, you choose enjoy to indulge, just enjoy it and don't beat yourself up over it. Because if you say, "Oh, I'm such a loser. Why am I doing this?" You're just you're
0: you're making it worse. Yeah.
1: You're, you're making it worse. You're you're putting yourself mentally. Down.
0: You're mentally you're making it worse for you. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So like 15 months after I gave birth, I was just struggling with my weight, and I mean, it's not like it was a big deal, but it was 15 pounds. Okay. And I just got very desperate because I was trying to get back in the gym like I was before the pregnancy, but it's not the same. Once you have kids, you can't give that much time. I was lacking energy and I was trying diets. Oh, tried them all. And like I said, if you ask me to count a calorie or not to eat bread or do this, or that's where I want to do that stuff. So it just didn't work. So I kind of saw on Facebook, one of my friends posting that she lost twelve pounds on this nutritional system and it caught my eye. And being a nurse practitioner, I was so skeptical. Weary. But, yeah. Oh. I called her and I said, I want two of those boxes. One for myself and one for my boyfriend. She's like, What? I'm like, Yeah, two boxes. If I do it, he's gonna do it. We're gonna do it together. He had put more he had put on more weight than me during the pregnancy. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> That's typical.
1: So, we got two boxes, and I told her if I see my name anywhere, then if you tell anyone that I'm using this, I will not be happy. This is not normal. This is not okay. I do not do stuff like this. It's just a fad, whatever. But it turned out to be a great thing because, first of all, I lost the weight. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's even what, what mattered. It's the energy I had. So, we did our first month. I lost 12 pounds. My boyfriend lost like 22 pounds and it was just the way we felt like I had so much energy that I thought there must be some ingredient in this shit that it's, (laughs) it's not okay. Like it just, it just, it has to be wrong. So then I took a second month, and then I was totally hooked. I thought, Oh my God, I have to figure what product I should stop and then just keep what I want. And then, so I started really studying the products and, this girl had she known that that's what I was more worried about probably she could have led me to the way like all the studies were already made I found absolutely nothing wrong at the end of the day the nutritional system I am on all it does it it fuels your body with nutrients vitamins and minerals that are, are so hard basically impossible to have in your diet Um, with the foods we have available to us
0: okay I understand I believe you to a certain point convince me that and and what I mean convince me I don't mean like sell me I mean convince me 100% that this is good for me and that I is there anywhere else I can get this kind of product or this kind of beauty in a drink like all those beautiful minerals and everything all the nutrients everything is there another way to do that naturally at home and and do you have to sign up to something like that you know me you know i'm a little weary about marketing sales marketing um i feel that anybody that gets into it is biased once they get into the product and they get kind of convinced about the product but you i see it as a different way and that's why i always told you i respect you in a way that I don't want to embark on something without really feeling that I can commit, because I feel that the fact that you are an RN practitioner and mm-hmm. and that you are informed and educated, and now that I know even more that you are kind of obsessive in some ways in really getting down to the truth.
1: Oh, so bad.
0: Yeah. So, so bad. you've been in this now what three years at least? Isogenics. Four. Four, Four years. Are you still 100%, 100% convinced that this is something amazing?
1: Amazed. Every day, more and more and more amazed. More and more amazed. I was the biggest skeptic about network marketing. Okay? Mm -hmm. Biggest. But what I'm more skeptical of is big pharma. And I'm a nurse practitioner and I have to prescribe medication. I'm
0: definitely skeptical of that too. (laughs) So.
1: I'm not saying that you need to have this nutrition in your life. But what I am saying is you need to have a way to supplement your diet because the spinach you buy or the kale you buy, the vegetables, the fruit, even if they're organic, they are all depleted. Everything is produced in mass quantities so fast. Our soils... Mm. Like the earth, mm-hmm. like everything is depleted because everything is produced so fast, so And then there's herbicides what, and there's is, pesticides. So, this is created
0: like, how is this created chemically?
1: Uh, it, no, no, oh. it's all vitamins and well, I mean, chemically. Like, how do you make macaroni? It's kind of like it's made, you know what I mean? Mm. It's dehydrated stuff, yeah, but it's vegetables and fruits, and okay,
0: yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah.
1: The, the products were created by a doctor because him himself, he was a diabetic and he had produced a lot and lots and lots and lots of products, yep. medication that he brought to big pharma. And what he didn't like is once you bring it to big pharma, you lose all control of the quality of the ingredients. Okay. So once he became diabetic, he created the shake first. And he reversed his lifestyle, lost the weight and didn't have to use the medication. Okay. And all the products, they're all scientifically studied. They're all, the research is all done. Everything is created by doctors. And we have this new doctor. He's absolutely crazy. Like the science behind everything to me is I'm so passionate about it. That's what I love the most about it. But What I loved about Isagenix so much is once I learned that everything was good quality, um, like really like science-based and I just could help people attain their goals with it because I love like helping people and caring for people. The most important part for me is network marketing, having your own business is self-development all the time.
0: My question as far as the, as far as the product what is the science behind it this is not like oh we're selling isogenics today on my oh, show absolutely. <clears throat> this is actually informative i really legit am asking a question like what yeah. is it scientifically that makes it so great
1: so without talking about isogenics i would be really wary of making sure that there's absolutely no artificial sugars Number one, right. Because I don't know if you know, um, sugars act in your brain, the same spot where cocaine acts, like it's the same type of addiction. Okay. And once yeah. you have a lot of sugar, you create that addiction. You want more, 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 more.
0: Are artificial sugars the same? Do they react? Do they hit the same, same reactors?
1: Same. You won't have the calories, right? But you'll have that same addiction and it's all chemicals, right? Yeah.
0: It's all chemically based. And
1: yeah. there's, there's like theories of like, Alzheimer's and cancer, all that, this and, that. Right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and then
1: you're always going to crave that donut or that pop or whatever because you have that stimulated all the time so unless mm-hmm. you eat everything with artificial sugars yeah so that's that's gotcha. a problem.
0: okay yeah so this has nothing yeah. nothing of that
1: nothing of that um the sugars come from stevia which is a plant and beets so it's yep. all vegetables and fruits um you want to make sure your protein is a very, very good source. So a lot of the companies, I'm not gonna name any names, but used to use a lot of soy, which plays around with your hormones. So guys don't want that, especially. Okay. Um like man boobs yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that what we're, we're 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 referring to?
1: Like Yeah, yeah, there's got, a lot of gotcha. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, so you want to make sure that your protein is a very good source. I mean, if you're gonna have it from cows that are boosted with antibiotics and hormones, you're not helping yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, mm-hmm. good free range hormone or a plant based um, right. protein. Um, I mean, what else? I mean, just the fact that there's no like no playing around with the qualities of the of the products. Like it's third party tested you just have to make sure where it's from and that you understand like, but I'm not saying that there's not other good quality shakes out there. I'm not saying that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What I'm more saying is that like nowadays, if you're not supplementing in some kind, like having some kind of multivitamin or like,
0: I don't, I should, I should.
1: Right. So they say nowadays that one cup to have the, the, the nutrition of one cup of spinach that you would have had, like, I think it's 30 years ago, you would have to eat like 11 cups of spinach. Would you want to eat 11 cups of spinach? You know what no, I, mean? not at all.
0: I, don't, I don't even put spinach in my, in my, uh, in my uh, smoothie in the morning. Yeah. My smoothie is hundred percent based on fruits and fruits only. And I put a little a teaspoon or a tablespoon of honey.
1: Okay. But you don't put any protein. You need protein.
0: Well, yeah, but look at me
1: look at you my
0: bone mass and my muscle mass is strong enough I don't need more protein do I do I really I don't know I'm just asking
1: after the age of 30 the first thing we lose is our muscle mass
0: but so look at me to... I'm I'm like okay right now I'm still kind of fat there because I'm still working on this shit but I'm big build I don't need more muscle mass I need tone I need to lose the belly fat that's all I need and how do
1: you think you lose that
0: walking 5.5 if you have
1: more muscle mass
0: well, you look, naturally
1: burn I, more calories
0: i I'd, I'd love that we'd be together right now right now i wish <laughs> we were to be together because i would say touch my legs and touch my arms and tell me that i don't have muscle mass and that i don't have enough muscle mass and check my bones and tell me i don't have enough bone density can i not can it, does it not happen that naturally sometimes somebody is just built that way and built for you still
1: have to fuel those muscles
0: okay but okay all right i'm good with that you I have agree-
1: to have a balanced diet i don't you you cannot eliminate a food group but you have to have a good balance of yes. your carbs mm-hmm. which is your sugars um your protein and your fats okay how do you do that our shakes are a fully macro balanced meal. You don't have to, you just mix it with water. That's for sure. If you buy like a good quality protein, that's mm-hmm. just a protein, then yes, you have to add yeah, the yeah, sugar, yeah, your fats. Sure. Yeah.
0: But yeah. so if you like you, after four years of drinking this stuff and taking this stuff, have you checked your levels and everything? Like have you done like blood analysis and uh, like, they'd be interesting. Don't you think it'd be interesting to do like, uh, body, uh, function analysis. So like, are oh, I've, your... done that.
1: I've done that a few years. Before. Okay.
0: So yeah. yeah. Are your levels I, good?
1: It, like super, super, super low, but there's nothing else. Like you don't check, you can't really check. Like you would need to be in severe malnutrition to notice that your proteins are low or something. You know what I mean? But all I'm telling you is that there's definite benefit to taking to doing protein pacing. So having protein like regularly throughout your day, like five to six times, it revs up your metabolism. Definitely good for oh, you. I need, yeah.
0: I need help. I need help. help. <laughs> I fucking need help, man. And you and know-
1: fruit, And fruit is amazing. Yeah. And to have your antioxidants, you need to have fruit. But at the end of the day, fruit is sugar. So if you have like a big shake in the morning that's just fruit, that's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of Damn. sugar
0: okay all right right. it's only day 51.
1: you don't have to have isogenics i am not no no i know i I know i don't
0: and and you've never pressured me to to go and you've never kept it against me to not want to get into it you know my personality now and i've explained to you many times like that i'm not sure that concept is for me anyways it is for some
1: i used to make shakes it's not a problem for me to drink shakes because i used to drink shakes like for 10 years before that, right. every morning I would have a shake. This was so just I a shake
0: put- with everything in it,
1: yeah. I would put my protein, I would put my Greek yogurt, my peanut butter, my fruit, my spinach, blah blah blah, blah which mm. ended up like an 800 calorie drink, which was like not working too at much. all, right? Too much, way too much.
0: Uh, would you
1: be as skeptical if you could just <laughs> buy isogenics off a shelf? Probably not, right? You would probably do it, right?
0: Yeah. So, I'm open to that stuff and I'm more and more open to it. My question is the product as such Um, and I'm starting to trust.
1: You could be just the product of the product and you don't have to do the business side.
0: I'm not fueling my body right right now. Yeah, I know that I'm not.
1: Unless you do a lot of meal prepping and you see specialists to to have. Because you have to have your macro balanced meals, right?
0: So why for, why? Yeah, that's uh, why you do see, you all need your macro balance? That's his big words for me.
1: Because that's how your body functions. You need your protein to fuel your muscles. If your muscles are fueled better and you have more muscle mass, you're gonna burn more calories. Does that make sense? The yep. bigger your muscle, and it doesn't mean that your muscle is gonna get bigger no, no. if yeah. you're not tearing your muscle down, like by working out and pushing weights, you're not going to tear it down. It's not going to become bigger, but yep. it can become stronger.
0: Are you going to and sleep again, better?
1: Over the age of 30, the first thing you do is you lose your muscle mass. So as you age, you need to consume more protein. You should even have at least one gram of protein for the weight you want to weigh. So. I know it's a lot.
0: I know, and Lenora, which is on, uh, which was on one of my episodes, and yeah. that you've listened to, and that you, you know, she, had, I'm sure you agreed on with a lot of stuff that she said. She's going to be on for the next six Thursdays, for the next six weeks. She's going to oh. be on Thursdays, and uh, I told her, I said, "It's uh, you probably heard this in the podcast." I'm like, "It's complicated. It's hard." She's like, "Yes, it is."
1: It's <laughs> only hard though until like.
0: I have, so once you great.
1: have a good idea of what you have to take, okay, in the morning, I have to take a little protein, a little bit of carbs, a little bit of fats, and that you know, okay, I can have this, this, or this. Or, okay, this morning, I want to have this, but make sure, like, always, always think of adding protein and greens, protein mm-hmm. and greens. That's yeah. my thing, protein and greens. I thought
0: about that this morning. I thought I need more greens in my diet. Like, I do eat some at, like, dinner time you know, broccoli and stuff like that, which which is always awesome, but there's not enough greens in my life. And green, they say green is like the savior, the ultimate savior.
1: I actually take it as a supplement because the greens that you need is like chlorella and spirulina and kale and all the microgreens. That's like deep into the sea that you can't even buy at a store. So
0: I get it. I just don't get it
1: Mm because it's
0: hard. It's complicated.
1: You just have to find the balance that's right for you.
0: It's about balance.
1: That's it. That's it. And if yeah. it's not, if it's too complicated for you, well, then maybe you should look into supplementing. Right. Basically.
0: And I know I sound like a a, a case like of despair, but I am. And there's a lot of people like me.
1: Oh, for sure. You know,
0: sure. there's a lot of people who Especially don't. in,
1: in itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a lot of people who don't either, one, don't believe in that shit or don't understand it, or don't know where to start with it, wouldn't know how to prepare it, don't know how how to live that way. And I need to learn. I need help.
1: You just have to to try it, basically. At the end of the day, I will not fight someone to convince them. Right. I'm just going to tell you, what you are doing right now, is it working for you? Yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: well, I lost twenty three pounds in 15 days. You're doing
1: amazing. You're but, doing, but that's amazing.
0: because I just kick started my body again, and I realized that it's going to plateau in the sense of it's going to slow down, and that's where I want to take it to the next level. So these conversations are vital for me, yeah. and for the. I think person it's going to plateau.
1: A lot of people think it's it plateaus because oh, I'm not doing enough exercise. Often, that's not the fact. Often, people plateau because they're not nourishing their body right. So if your body is lacking nutrients, Mm. like it is calorie deficit. It is. Don't get me wrong. 3,400 calories less in a week. You lose a pound. That's the general rule. Yep. But if the quality of the pro of the calories that you're taking are non existent, your metabolism is going to shut down
0: because it's not fueling your body, right?
1: Some people will say, I don't understand why I'm fat and I can't lose weight. I only eat once a day at supper time. Well, hello, your body thinks it's starving. So it's accumulating every single little calorie and it's bringing your metabolism right to the floor, right to the floor.
0: Gotcha. That's my dad's problem. And I mean,
1: we've only been talking about shakes, but isogenics is not just shakes. You could do like a full system without even drinking one shake. There's a lot of supplements to it. And okay. one of it is adaptogens, which helps your body like adapt to oxidative stress. It's all big words. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, you're but, I mean, It's something that you just... would see more like a naturopath.
0: You're stressing me out just talking about and, Yeah.
1: It's just a suitor you take every morning. It's just a suitor. I'm sure oh. you can do shots.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not a drinker, but I guess I could try.
1: Yeah. You take a little suitor in the morning. It's your adaptogens. It's your... Ashwanga, your ginseng, all your good brain food—the
0: mushrooms like, and all that stuff there.
1: Mushrooms, yes, to help relax your cortisol, your fight or flight hormone, to bring up your metabolism. Like it's just—it's a right. synergy you, of products that yeah, works.
0: This is all good. Now that I'm finally dialed in, you know, you can tell that I'm mm-hmm. better. I'm in a better place, right, compared oh, to you're last in year. Oh, a good place. Yeah, and I'm just lot.
1: thinking about the performance line, how to fuel your workouts, and you have to start lifting, Marty. You can't just stay on the track. You have to start lifting. Okay. As we age, we need lifting and we need um, protein. Guaranteed. You know, the, the older men, like 70, they only have like their bones. You know what I mean? Sometimes they have the big belly, but then the skinny arms, it's all, you have to fuel your body. You need protein and you need to lift.
0: The education is out there today. There's no reason not to. It's biological. It's, it's scientific. It's, uh, it's proven and the information is there. So no, I, tr- I trust you. It's just, you're helping me understand. It's not about believe or be convinced. It's You're helping me yeah. you understand the importance that it yeah. has.
1: And in- I'm not trying to push a product no, on you. No,
0: I know you're not. either.
1: I, I could help you with just finding a good quality protein and just yeah, yeah. Like
0: I know you could your diet. you've always been that way with me you never tried to push it on me and I don't see you pushing it on anybody um, even on social media and stuff this was not the concept of this episode this was I wanted to talk about um, postpartum depression mental health mm-hmm. and I knew we were going to get into that because I personally had questions about products well, the come- link
1: to link the two, like the depression and the products. Um, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure feeling great and the shakes and the nutrients is good, but it's the adaptogens that I was talking about. Um, My psychiatrist was like, what, you take that? And I'm like, yeah. And my psychiatrist is very special. He's not all about meds. He's a lot about supplementing. Like brain food for him, when I started, vitamin B12, vitamin D, and omegas. He's like, you need to take those things, those three things. You need to take those three things. And I, and I show them my products and it's all in the shakes. He's like, perfect. And then I show them the adaptogens and he's like, oh, that is so good. <laughs> he's from India, right? So he has a lot of that, um, how do I want to say it? Um, non-medical, but like- Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: The organic kind of medicine. Yeah, like different
1: uh, traditional medicine. Like, uh, yes, yes. I am looking for the word and I can't get it. But anyway, natural
0: medicine, traditional yeah, medicine. Yeah. He's
1: like, Oh, adaptogens, ashwagandha, gin thing. Oh yeah. He's like, that's brain food. Oh yeah. 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 Take that. Take that. I'm like, perfect. Because I was so resistant to his medication. Right. And it just, every time I went to see him, I was like, I'm better. Can I take it off? I'm better. Can I take it off? I was always trying to like take off the medication. And right. one day he said, Natasha, these medications are like, um, fertilizer for your brain. I was like, oh. Good point. I'm
0: done.
1: I'm like, I'm done. I've never after questioned him, thought about taking them away. I'm like, I'm good, I'm healthy. Oh. It's like someone that has high blood pressure that needs medication. Once the blood pressure is better, you don't take the you don't take the medication off. That's why it's better, right? Unless yeah. you do like a lot of changes in your health, like if it's weight related or whatever.
0: Yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like,
1: why do you want to take away the medication? You're good. I'm like Because I should take him away. He's like, no, no. It's like fertilizer for your brains. That's all I needed to hear. I never questioned it again. Whoa. Because a lot of stuff is weight related, right? So.
0: Okay. It is. It is weight related. That's true. That's a good point. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And if you fuel it right. Um, the body's going to act in a such way that it's going to turn things around, especially if you're and moving. It's
1: all, it's all here, right? You're goddamn
0: right. It's all in the head. All,
1: I'm pointing to my head. I know it's audio. I'm pointing to my head. It's all here. Uh, your, the episode you um, you made about I'm fat, I'm sick of sick of being fat or something like that. I'm like, oh my Everybody God. Everybody gets the fat. title
0: wrong. I don't even know what the title is, but yeah, sick of being fat. I'm yeah.
1: sick of being sick because I'm fat, I think. There you go. It's like that hurt that episode touched me so much and it hurt me so much like i just want to help you not necessarily with isogenics but i just want to help you you are not fat you have fat you're identifying yourself as fat you are not fat you have fat you also have toenails but you are not a toenail (laughs) that's I heard Rachel Hollis say no, that.
0: No, you, you you, really, honestly, you just touched me, though, because it's true. I never looked at it that way. and Because, uh,
1: because you've identified yourself as fat so much that whatever changes you are going to do, you're going to self-sabotage them in some way to stay fat, and you know it.
0: Yeah, do you remember the conversation we had earlier about how like your parents had certain ways, and that's kind of... You you put a lot of pressure. Well, my parents had certain ways and it didn't put any, it put pressure. Yeah. it put pressure later in life to try to change those ways. Cause those ways were shown to us and it wasn't by malice or by bad intentions from my parents. They just had bad fucking habits
1: Mm, and we picked
0: up all of, you know, as children, you soak it up and then you, 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 your parents create your habits because they're the ones feeding you. They're the ones prepping. That's that's yeah. who, who's fueling your body when you're dependent of them, you know, for the first, even the first 10, 12 years of your life, because you're not making full tilt meals and you're not understanding until you're, you know, to really grasp that, you know, you have to be 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. there, like to start fucking comprehending the whole situation. So by that time it was almost too late for me mm-hmm. to like, take control and grasp it's not too it's never too late like, to understand what i mean
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it is built into you more yeah it's, you a to, it, it's a process
0: it's a process to change to change that that habit
1: but i think if you look back like 50 years ago like people didn't have these proteins and these multivitamins and whatever but they also didn't have all the preservatives and the antibiotics and the steroids and the pesticides and the herbicides, right? It all came and from- And social
0: media and smartphones. This is super interesting and I could go on for hours, but we, we got to wrap up for today. I got to, uh, forever, huh? Yeah. I got to save some <laughs> for, um, for my other guests and also save some for perhaps another meeting you and I, just to, uh, have another, you know, podcast, in you know, a couple months from now or something. It's always great to, to have this type of insight, and especially with professionals, I feel confident to be able to ask you questions. And I feel that my listeners will feel more confident knowing that the people that I'm talking to about these things and asking these questions, mm-hmm. um, a lot of these people are, like you, are well, well-informed and well-educated. So, so I appreciate your time. It's, I know it's taking time of your day. I appreciate that so much. For the good vibes show, it's uh, I'm gonna send you good vibes right back. Yeah. <laughs> Can people get get a hold of you some way somehow?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'm on Instagram, um, nat underscore Willette, o u e l l e t t e, and then just on my Facebook, Natasha willette and then TikTok, I don't even know what it is because I don't use it enough. <laughs> I have
0: to. Yeah, you got to start using to it.
1: On. Yeah, I have to get on that. But mostly um, mostly Instagram. Facebook and Instagram, yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, get a hold of her. Um, um, if you want to send her a message about the show, uh, even if it's just congratulating her or thanking her for sharing, uh, just send her a little message. And then that way, if you send her a message, she's going to send me a message. She's going to say, hey, I got a message from your show. <laughs> And then that way I know people are tuning in and listening, but um, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And thanks to everybody for listening today. If you have love to give, if you have love to offer, if you have a little bit of love stored in there, send it out to the world because we all need it right now. Take care. Have a good day. See you next time. And that's a wrap. This was Marty for the good vibes show with Marty B. Tooting out. Mm-hmm. We'll be